Welcome to Uphill Conversations. Everything in life worth having is uphill. You can't go uphill with downhill habits. It's time for another show with your host, Tim Pecoraro. Are you ready to be inspired? Hello there, and welcome to Uphill Conversations. I am your host, Tim Pecoraro, and I am glad you can join me as you are living your life and heading towards your emerging future. Hopefully you are eliminating any downhill habits and canceling out all agreements with limiting beliefs. And yes, it is true, you can be more, do more, and have more. So I hope you all are doing well. This is episode number 18, and I have two guests today from the Confidence Classroom, Nathan Wilburn and Vicki Lanini. So before I jump into the conversation with um, Nathan and Vicki, I just want to say thank you for all of you who have been listening, and those of you who are new, welcome. Um, You can always find more on my website, uphillconversations.co. If you know someone that you think would be a great guest, or maybe you'd be a great guest that could add fuel to people's journey, there's a subscribe to the show button that takes you to iTunes, but also a be a guest on the podcast button. You fill out a quick form, send it over, and I take a look at it, and uh, we go from there. Also, go to stitcher.com. Apple's Apple iTunes, uh, that's where you can find the show, but also if you would please be so kind as to rate and review the show. I love continuous improvement, and the feedback thus far has been great and very helpful. Um, I also want to drop in the mix again. I have been building up a little catalog of questions. Um, I do a lot of coaching, and coaching basically is I'm a guide. I like to help people get to where they want to go. So if you have any questions about life, career, Uh, life change, who knows? Send it my way and I will answer that question and I'll be dropping those in as a mid-week bonus episode in the near future. You can send those questions to connect at uphillconversations.co, not .com. And in the subject line, please just put question. That'll be great. That's all you have to do. So on to today's episode with my guest, Vicki Lanini and Nathan Wilburn, we cover three things that um, to me are just the three alone are life changing. I mean, we talk about a lot of other things as well, but the three things are building confidence, getting rid of the labels that others have placed upon you or that you may place on yourself, and also the power of others, which is one of my favorite topics that people actually can bring power into your life and can be a tremendous asset to you. So it doesn't matter. Uh, you may think that you're, you know, I'm doing great. I'm doing well. If you're doing great and you're doing well or whatever it is, however you want to define it, when you still have great people in your life and you're aligned with them, if you think what you have is good, man, you should see what could happen with the right uh, relationships and being powerfully aligned with others. So without any further delay, I want to turn this over to my interview with Vicki Lanini and Nathan Wilburn from The Confidence Classroom. I have with me today Vicki Lanini and Nathan Wilburn, and they are, I believe, in Australia, and I'm so excited to have them with The Confidence Classroom. Hello, folks. Hi. How you going? 
it's going, it's going well. Now that I got you guys, I've been, <laughs> I've been trying and trying, and we've had some, you know, setbacks, but they've been great uh, to build up this anticipation. Kind of makes me feel like it's Christmas. I'm about to open something. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very cool. <laughs> so tell me what's what's going on in you guys' world right now. What are you currently up to? What are you guys digging your hands and your lives right into? Yeah, we've had a such an amazing um, journey the last year, the last few months. And um, we've basically together, Nathan and I have um, created our business called The Confidence Classroom. And this is our opportunity to basically bring confidence. You know, confidence is, is so much more than just that word, though, you know, self-love through um, creating the right mindset. And it's been such a really cool opportunity to just watch people grow and develop. Um, sometimes we're doing this face-to-face, um, but our business is mostly online. So, you know, just building that connection with people and um, just trusting that we, we're giving them the right information. And, um, yeah, it's been quite quite an amazing amazing few months really just bringing this all to life and it's it's very very cool to share it with you great well let let me jump in on that confidence thing because I totally agree with you you know that it's so much more than you know how it is I mean unfortunately um, we do not take advantage of uh, the languages that we speak in you know really put you know words are can be treasured they could also just be you know, just overstepped and almost kind of chucked in the mix of something. And they're not used very intentionally, you know, uh, hence, mm. you know, slang is fun and all of that. But sometimes when you want that meaningful impact, your word choice is powerful. And I love confidence, especially the part in uh, confidence, you know, when it comes to belief in the powers, you know, the power, mm. what does that mean to you guys? Like you just jump in however you want to, but just the confidence as it relates, relates to belief in the powers that someone has within. Yeah. I think, um, the, the power, it's, uh, I haven't had it put to me that way before. Um, yeah, I think it, it all comes from, from your heart, you know, like from, from your heart space. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people all, society in general there's so many rules on you know what you can and can't do and and that are placed on you as you grow up and you start to believe you know that life is a certain way they need to do certain things to to get along and our confidence sort of diminishes because we're, we're put in boxes and you know to to bring confidence you know in into life coming from our heart you know it's uh it just the the transformations that you see in people and you, and you see within yourself, you know, the, the the power you can pretty much do anything that you set your mind to when when that confidence when that power does show up. So you know, to me, I think you know the, the power itself is is being absolutely true to yourself and and yeah, I guess I guess that's as far as I can go with yeah. that. Vic, have you got anything? Yeah, and I think so many people look outwards for um, what they want and how to be fulfilled and really coming to that realisation that everything is within you and and you have the power to do anything that you want is it's a really incredible time. That's great. There's such a certitude and assurance, you know, from within, from the place in that space that you're speaking of 
and yeah. and not looking out at everyone else. I mean, man, I love a good cheerleader, you know? I love someone to say I can, but there is yeah. nothing better than knowing I am and I will, you know, and I'm doing it. You know, isn't that a better place to be? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, cheer Absolutely. me on all day long. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> thank you. You know, thank you. You could even put on get the pom poms and throw on a skirt if you like. I don't care, you know, and yeah, cheer. But, you know, I think I need the best megaphone I need is the one that if there's somehow I could have a, a U-shaped megaphone and yell my own words into my own ears, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's so true. And um, it's, it's not seen enough. And that's essentially what we're doing is, is just teaching that, that you already have it all teaching what you already know, but you just can't remember at the moment. There's something very powerful, uh, Nathan, that I heard you say that um, I saw you in this video and Nathan, I mean, it almost brought tears to my eyes because I just watch so many people who allow their current condition to dominate them without any, it seems like there's no plausibility for something different. And you made the statement that, you know, I was known as the wheelchair guy, you know, but you said, I'm no longer the wheelchair guy. Talk, talk more to my audience, my listeners about that, like that transition, that transformation, that mindset shift and what you went through to get there. Uh, well, I guess I, I better start at the start. Um, at, at the age of two, I was uh, involved in a in a car accident that left me paralysed from just above the waist down. And, um, you know, doctors told me I would never walk again. And they told me all these things that, you know, like, you'll never be able to have ch- uh, children. You'll, you'll you know, never be able to do this. You'll never be able to do that. And my whole life, you know, they, they told me all these things that I couldn't do. And, um and so I was, I was in a wheelchair and, um, you know, I, I actually started to believe it and it was pointed out to me one day, you know, hey, you're like a wheelchair guy. And I was like, yeah, I am the wheelchair guy. And so I started labeling myself as the wheelchair guy. And I even started up a, a small wheelchair repair business called the wheelchair guy. And, and I actually let my disability and, and my wheelchair define who I was becoming. And I, it, I was actually a really sort of in an unhappy place, you know. I, I didn't have much much love for myself, and you know, it was it was basically an excuse for you know not wanting to to do life. Um, you know, I I was pretty shy. Um, I was very scared of the outside world, and um, you know. You know, the only safety I had was being able to put this mask on that was the wheelchair guy and, and show up, you know, with a big smile on my face going, hey, I'm the wheelchair guy, nice to meet you. And it wasn't until I um, I actually met Vic and she became my personal trainer and she started working with me and um, got my, my legs moving and and, um, and then eventually I started walking um, without any assistance and all that sort of stuff. So I went from being a paraplegic that couldn't walk to a paraplegic that could walk. And, you know, it, I was actually in Bali um, for a men's retreat. And one of the things we did was climb Mount Batoa, which is the largest active volcano in Bali. 
and I, I climbed that without I, I left my wheelchair back at the at the hotel and um, wow and and I climbed it and it wasn't until I, I actually got to the top and I'm I'm looking out over the world basically and um, and at that at that moment it was just like something came over me like I was tired I was sore I was I was I had cuts and bruises and I was bleeding um, from the climb because the volcanic rock is really sharp and the second I got up there it was just like this this peace just overcame me and my heart just felt so warm and I, it was at that moment that I realized that you know I'm not actually the wheelchair guy anymore I'm Nathan Wilbur and I'm I'm myself and that's all I need to be and um, and from that point on you know I, I've just been sharing that message you know you are enough who you are you don't need to put a mask on every day you don't need to you know be who other people expect you to be you just have to be yourself and show up like that every second of every day because you are enough and that's you know for me that was just like that changed my life um yes yeah, so. <laughs> no that's so that's that, incredible man that's incredible i mean you know basically what you're saying is especially using words like define you know most people can't define themselves in the best conditions yeah it's yeah it's I, it's sad you know they can't other than i like having fun yeah <laughs> you know there's there's really no depth of of understanding and I think a lot of that has to do with because they've never tapped into that potential and it goes back yeah. to that word confidence, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, they, they don't, they don't understand that that power is in them. That ability, that power is there. And I love how you, it's kind of like the old, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the story, the Scarlet letter, you know, the, the old classic book, you know, yeah. And there was a movie, yeah, I guess. It's an awesome book. Yeah, and Demi Moore was in the movie, you know, and that woman still had to shop and she still had to do all that. And she wore that letter on her chest, but someone else placed it on her. But she didn't live her life as yeah. if she had done the stitching. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, no, she, yeah. Yeah, and, right. and what I'm loving about what you're saying is you didn't cause that accident. However, there was some no, stitching <laughs> that was done, right? But yeah. you didn't do it. And you said, wait a second, somebody stitched this on my apparel. But yeah. though that is there, you're going to see something different. Yeah. That's yeah. powerful, I think that's, that's really cool. Thank uh, you. That's a really awesome way um, that you've explained it then. And I think, you know, a lot of work that we do is around identity and how we how we define or describe ourselves and um because i think you said earlier that the way the way that we talk and speak is so powerful and um you know we can choose to be do and have anything we like um and that all come it all comes down to our choice and but also the identity that we choose to create for ourselves that is yeah. all, that is awesome vicky <laughs> vicky let me ask you if you don't mind you know, Nathan said yeah. that that's when he met you. He was in this condition, which one of the things mm -hmm. I tell, and this is, you probably hear it in any episode you listen to, mm -hmm. your current condition does not match your emerging future. And yeah. anything worth having in life is, is found uphill, but you cannot go uphill with a downhill habit. 
So if mm-hmm. you want to be more, do more and have more, something has got to change. So in your interaction with Nathan at that time, he comes to you, you're connected, you're working with him. You got his legs to move. Talk about in your purview, your observations. What were some of the things that you knew you had to push and challenge him with? And what were the things that you saw him? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and, and and if I, if you guys could you could say it any time. Okay, now hold on there, buddy. You don't need to go this deep. <laughs> You're talking about the baby no, no, coming out in the delivery it, room. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It's good. It's um. I hope I they're good uh, questions. I just want to ask you. You know, people need to hear this stuff and unpack it. So, what was it like? Yeah. What did you What did you feel like you had to really dig in on? And what were the things that he was left to discover? First off, I had to I had to build his trust in me as a trainer, and and I'll be honest with you, I I was winging it, like I had no idea what I was doing with this paraplegic man. I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, we can work on this, and um, but I really had he had to see that that trust and that faith in me, and um, and then we just changed, we had to change his beliefs. So I challenged him on, you know, okay, what have the doctors said you can't do? And he, he would give me all this these lists of what he can't do, and I was like. But what can you do? And just changing that that mindset, well, well I, I can do this and I can do that. Great, let's work with that. And um, it became really um, prominent in our sessions together was what can you do? Let's not focus on what you can't do. Let's just work on what you can and grow from there. And a lot of the I can'ts became I cans um, over time. Wow. Yeah. I think the, the, the hardest thing for me, I mean, you know, Vic was forever challenging me and these things that, you know, I'd always been told I can't do, Vic always had some way of tricking me into doing them. <laughs> and, um, you know, and it was painful, you know, like I was moving muscles that hadn't been moved in 30 years and, you know, she would she would get them moving and then I'd be in so much pain and, you know, there was tears and there was anger and, you know, there were at times when I just wanted to get, you know, get in my wheelchair and, and leave because it hurt so much. But Vic's right. Like, I mean, she she was so comforting as well and and caring, and she really, you know, she did she did instill a lot of trust in me for her. Um, and so I always stayed, and I put up with it. And you know, the next couple of days I was always in so much pain, but um. You know, she uh, she just did an amazing job at, I guess, looking past the disability and and looking for, you know, that that thing that was was going to lift me to to that that higher level. And uh, I'm really grateful for that. <laughs> that's, that's a hug moment right there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I want to get in there and hug too. Gosh, <laughs> made me feel special yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even do anything. <laughs> um, I think as well, um, sorry, Tim, it's, it's really important like to note that as, as a youngster, like, cause Nathan was so young when he had this accident that he hadn't had the opportunity to hold his body up and to, um, that do those sort of things as a really young, um, like three, four, five year old. And, you know, he he learned a lot of these things that um, that he could do. You know, that he'd been told he couldn't do. And but 
as he got older, I mean, it was always said, as you get older, you'll need the wheelchair more. And that belief was created and it's almost like it just had to happen. And so that was really my job again. I go, well, no, what if it's not like that? What if as you get older, you have to use it less, so, you know, and um, just changing it? Because when you're told something all your life, you just believe it to be true. And um, it's really important to challenge those beliefs at times. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So literally it was, you know, I, I'm just some, just some things flowing through my head, you know? So at such a young age, reality becomes such a truth that it provokes you to embrace basically a lie that, and it's a lie only because Absolutely. it's limiting you. Mm. Absolutely. Well, I, I've spent over a third or I have spent over a third of my life in hospital um, from various surgeries to just, you know, all, all these all these things that have happened medically um, based around my disability. And, and even some of them were beliefs that I'd set myself. Um, like I, as I hit my early 20s, I started getting these, um, they called them myotic spasms. So my whole body would go into like a fit and um, where my body would shake and all my nerves would fire off and it felt like someone had poured gasoline over me and, and lit a match. Um, that's an intense burning pain that I would feel. And it wasn't until I started doing all this mindset stuff and breaking down my belief system that the spasms actually stopped and the nerves stopped burning um, because I believed that's what was meant to happen. Um back then and I've changed that to like no I have control over my body now I, I know what what I need to do to keep it moving and all this sort of stuff and the only reason that I believe that that those sort of things happen that my disability was getting worse was because that's what I was being told would happen mm. so I was I was actually able to reverse the effects of my belief by by creating new beliefs in myself so basically, it was true according to potential, but yeah. false or a lie as it related to your potential in a changed mindset. Yeah. That's so powerful, Nathan. And, and, and Vicki, I'm going to jump back over to you here on this. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's one element that I hear in here that so many people miss out as well, because there is that inner work. But I do believe in the power of the other the right other, yeah. having that right connection, being in that, being rightly related and aligned with the right person. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, they ask me, how come I don't seem intimidated? You know, I never finished college. I got kicked out of college. I was, I was welcome to leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and, and so, uh, never went back and figured it was probably a good thing. I don't go back because I'd probably do two times worse than what I already did. <laughs> so, and it was a good thing, but it was a very good eye opener for me. And I found my way and, you know, I've been self-employed since 1994. And, Amazing. and so in that whole process, you know, of, of what you realize, you know, it's, it's, it's knowing that you, you know, you, no one can control you, but you are definitely affected by other people. And Nancy, the role you played, I'm sorry, not Nancy, Vicky, the role you played was jumping into the power of the other and being very open in that as a coach to, 
you know, and I love what you said. Okay. So what did they say you can't do? And that's a question. Mm. So he answers you. And that's what coaching is to me. That's asking the question. And then, but now what can you do? And he told you that and you said, okay, good. Let's work with that. And I believe those were the seeds that were able to be planted into the work and the effort and the action to really draw forth or to, um, to call forth the manifestation with that mindset Mm. and that alignment. Um, talk about the power of the other in what the two of you discover in the confidence classroom in, in that setup, knowing that that's what you do working with other people, taking the beauty of this story, not just, you know, Nathan's, but yours as well, Vicki, how do you bring the power of the other? Because that's what role you're playing. You're playing the power of the other in the rightly related situation. Um, talk about that, the power of the other and how important that is to you all. Yeah, absolutely. So basically what we do now um, in our business is we model, essentially model the work that we did with Nathan, but in any life area. And it's really quite simple to do that. So as you said, I, uh, we always like to give our um, our time to their current beliefs. So in Nathan's case, it was what you can't do um, because I, I personally don't think it's fair to dismiss that, um, especially if we've had that all our life. It's, you know, sometimes it's just nice to talk about it <laughs> and just go, but this is what I can't do. Or, you know, it may be in a, if somebody's suffering with anxiety, it's like this is how it comes up or this is why it shows up. And um, then, yeah, as you've said, just going on to that next question or asking something different or asking it in a different way of, okay, well, what can you do? Or, you know, when don't you feel anxious? Or when when do you feel confident? And, and just flipping that, um, flipping the question and then allowing them to concentrate on that. And then it's our job when we hear those answers, I believe it's our job to give the time and attention. I really believe that where focus goes, energy flows. So we we give our attention to to that other side, I guess, and and put our attention there and focus on there and create more of that feeling and more of that emotion. And um, as I said, we always respect the other side because it's a part of us. Um, but when we bring in this new side and this new way of thinking, we just like to give that more time. And over the days, weeks, months that we work with people, we give it more and more and more time until the other side has basically faded out. Yeah, give power to the positive. Mm-hmm. That is Does great. that answer your question? Oh, absolutely. No, that's, cool. <laughs> no, no that's, that's great. And once again, by doing that, I mean, you have to validate a person's journey. You know, you, you cannot say that yeah. that did not happen, you know, because Absolutely. it did happen, you know, yeah. and, and because that's just denial, is it not? And you, I don't mm. see how you can do anything, manifest anything powerful for your future, carrying a bag full of denial, you know, mm, yeah. or just trying to run from something. You know, one of the things I like to encourage people, they say, well, I'm just going to go all the way across the country and I'm going to start all over there. And I'm like, so you're leaving. Yes. Well, what are you going to? Sounds to me, the only thing you're going to do is pack up everything that's wrong and take it with you. you just because you get away from certain yeah, people yeah. that might be beneficial, 
but your mindset is still the same. You'll, you might now even massively accelerate attracting worse than what you've already had, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. because you'll have, you know, you'll have other things going on. I'm lonely. I need to connect. I need, I mean, you know what I mean? And so you're working so hard not to be what you were that you can't see what you can become. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Does that make sense? Am I so yeah, yeah, so true. And yeah, as you said, just giving credit to the past and and feeling it. We always talk about feeling the feels, you know, and and really going deep into it and um I not not necessarily working through it, but I guess it is working through it. Just allowing those old feelings to come up from your new stronger mindset. So sometimes you know, we actually will take a step back. I mean, with Nath, we've had to do that. You know, he Lots climbed. Of times. Yeah, he may have climbed a volcano, and he did. Um, I don't know if you guys have Spartan Race over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a yeah. So Nathan also competed in um, a Spartan Race wheelchair free, and um, it was really important after that, while he was in that sort of empowered state, to sort of go back to an old memory and from his new mindset, his new empowered mindset, work. Like, work through it knowing what he knows now yeah it's been been challenging it's been a lot of tears i don't like i don't like to uh to cry i've, I've learned <laughs> that it's a good thing now but um yeah it's uh going back and working through a lot of old hurts and an old, and a lot of old beliefs um and and working through those to who i am today has has really increased who well, it's actually built me up to who i am today so mm. um you know, and, and you were talking about the journey before, and it, it's funny you said, you know, people running, you know, from one side of the country to the other, and, well, growing up, I, I couldn't run, right? Like, I, right. even taking steps was like, it, I couldn't do that. So, you know, and, and quite often you see, you know, like, there's that, um, there's poems and stuff about, you know, footsteps in the sand, and, you know, like, you know, taking steps on your journey, and there's always sort of things and, and growing up you know I sort of made fun of myself being in the wheelchair like oh I'm just going to roll with it and, and and put out all these little puns around right. around the wheelchair um, and I sort of I, I go back to that a lot and so you know I guess I was rolling through life you could say um, <laughs> and not really t- and not really taking any steps towards my journey um, and now that I, I'm not in the wheelchair. It's not just a case of taking steps. It's it's running towards a, a, a brighter, better future. You know, that's that's the journey that I think everyone should be on and um, not running away from anything. Wow. That's unbelievably encouraging knowing, especially with the focus of, you know, what you're doing with Confidence Classroom, which I do want to move into that direction. But, you know, you said something that I like. Uh, I heard a quote, I think, and it may not be him, but it was something that I saw, you know, people post where supposed where's this quote came from this guy or whatever. Sometimes you, know, yeah. you take it with a grain of salt, yeah. but I think it was Johnny Depp that said crying is not a sign of weakness, but it's a sign that you've been strong too long. And that is a, that's mm-hmm. a powerful thought. But what I also like is yeah. that all the things and you giving yourself the opportunity 
to see the manifestation of your current, your, you know, so you're, you had a current condition, you're working towards your emerging future. As you hit a milestone in that emerging future, you looked back at that current condition to address it and just say, I'm going to speak now from this place. And mm. what I love about that uh, and being able to speak from, you know, this, this place with a new mindset, a new perspective, a new outlook, it allows it not to plague you or dog you for your future. You're not exactly. just ignoring it, you know, and you realize once again, you built confidence because now you can stare the beast in the face, not with arrogance, yeah. but with yeah. confidence with, and with love, and yeah. with love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. And one other thing is, you know, I, I say this to people and I grosses them out. <laughs> so hopefully this one did, but I love like, I'm a meat and potato guy. I love meats, all kinds of meat, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, but I love good vegetables, you know? And a lot of times when I speak places, I'll bring up the fact, I'll say, Hey, how many of you guys like, you know, corn and vegetables. And I talk about all these different meals and all this stuff. And they, you know, and they're like, oh, you see all these hands go up. And I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. I said, isn't that crazy that, that all that is grown in crap? Yeah. <laughs> so when you're yeah. picking that corn out of your teeth later on tonight at that meal, I want you to remember what it took. Yeah. For that it. delicious morsel of corn <laughs> to get into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So everything yeah. in life is grown grown with the manure of our past. You know, and you yeah. have to understand and embrace that. And I love that's what you did. You kind of looked at it and you said, Hey, it's not just manure, man. You know, I've got my corn. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I know what this grew from, you know? So, anyways, that's yeah. just a little Amazing. ramble. I just took a little. I like it. That is great. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. And anybody listening right now, please don't throw up. <laughs> so if you have a high gag, whatever reflex thing, just uh just skip over. So um so the confidence classroom. Give me, um, if you would, like give the listeners, give me like, uh, like where do you, you know, if you were to say this is the core of it, this is where we're going to go with it, and this is what we hope to see with it, you know, and I'm not a big, you know, if you said in 20 years, I man, I don't even try to get people to look at that. Things change too much. But if you could mm. have it your way right now, and it is, if it was manifest the way you want it to be at this moment. Tell me what it looks like. Yeah. So basically our job, um, our role, our purpose, whatever you want to call it, is to inspire as many people um, as we can. And when we when we talk about our ideal client for the confidence classroom, we like to explain our guys as they're like the 49%. So a lot of people talk about one percenters and all these people. And, and we like to think our clients are the ones who – are just starting to understand that maybe there's more for them. Maybe life as they knew it is not exactly how it's meant to be. And um, that's where we step in. So it's our sort of everyday person who who's just finding their sort of, you know, they may have had some sort of life change, whether it's, you know, divorce or a death or something like that, and they've just gone, there has to be more to life than what we're experiencing right now. Um, 
we sort of explain it as the golden Buddha. I'll give you a really brief example of what I mean by that. And um, basically the story we tell is, you know, we're all born as this beautiful little golden golden Buddha who knows all, has all, be all, that, that really universal being. And over time, you know, our parents, our teachers, that society starts putting these layers of concrete and dirt and all that on top of us um, and before you know it, you're the statue, right, just a, a concrete statue. And our clients are the ones who have had something that's shaken them up enough that a little bit of that concrete has fallen off and they've seen gold, right, and they're like, wow, there's more to me than just being a concrete statue. I can't remember it. And and that's where we step in and our job is to just start chipping away, chipping away that concrete and, and developing and finding more and more of that golden buddha that's that's within them and within all of us um and you know some days it's like you're picking away with a toothpick and some days you go a sledgehammer at it and um you're getting more and more but yeah that's sort of you know in terms of where we want to go we just want that impact we want to reach more people and just and really let people understand that there is more and and shake those belief systems up a bit and and just challenge their their everyday thought process. Yeah, I think everyone is their own light, and you know, they just they've turned the dimmer down, you know, and um, it, it's their turn to shine. You know, no one should be held back by society or by you know other people's beliefs of them. They, you know, I think everyone has has the right. Well, everyone everyone has the right. To, to shine brightly and change the world and, and bring love and, and caring into into the world and share that with everybody else. Mm. And that's that's what we're doing. That's why we're installing this this confidence into them, like teaching them the ways for them to be their true authentic self and, and shining confidence to uh you know to affect those around them to do the same sort of thing. So it's kind of like a, a ripple on a pond, you know, like the people we work with will then change the lives of those around them and, and so on and so forth. And and our end goal for the confidence classroom is that everyone around the world is lifted up in love and in light and happiness. And that's just a small goal. Just a we, small we goal. Wanna, we want everybody. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, do. Yeah. we want everybody, yeah. you know, and you know, that's that's what it is for us. You know, we just we want this world to live in happiness and love. Like and I know that sounds like a little bit like woo-woo, I guess, but, um, you know, that's at the end of the day, if, if you're if you're not living a life of happiness, then what's the then point? What's the point? Hmm. That's true. And it sounds like you guys have a pretty significant burden for it, you know, and I can tell, I can hear it um, as you describe it. And um, I'm known to tell people, you know, what good is a burden if it has no weight? You, mm-hmm. you know, there's so yeah. many people that'll tell you what they're burdened for, but you see no action because there's really no weight, you know, there's nothing there with it. And, you know, it's like, it's like your dreams or your desires. Well, until you apply pressure, it's nothing, you know, yeah. uh, you've got to have the pressure that hits it. And I'm not talking, you know, you know, just, you know, uncontrolled, chaotic, ridiculous pressure from you know, every other direct, every which direction you can imagine. I'm just talking about the pressure that, you know, there's self it's self-inflicted pressure that you put on yourself. You put yourself in a situation 
uh, uh, to attract and draw those people to you because of that burden, you know, and because of the weight yeah. of that burden and you, and you're not tired from it. You're not, you're not, um, uh, you know, it's not, you know, to be honest with you, it's not a, uh, a real quick way to, uh, turn into uh, multimillionaires either because it's, it's, <laughs> and you know what I mean? That's not what you're saying, which I believe, mm-hmm. you know, people can have the wealth, you know, that's my thing. Be more, do more, have more your reason for being mm-hmm. doing and having that's yours. So you figure that out, you know? And, yeah. um, but what I love is that you're just very genuine in the fact that, and I love you said 49% because that's me. I'm the underdog, underdog guy. I believe mm-hmm. that there are so many people that grew up like me who didn't know where food was coming from, who didn't know what was going to take place in their life, but that wasn't your excuse. You didn't grow up saying, well, that's what I'm used to. It was like, no, there's something wrong with this picture. You know, and I I was, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and I belong in this room. When I show up, I am what's missing and necessary and I'm going to show up in full force. I'm not going to show up as a version of myself. I'm going to show up with the very best version of me that doesn't want to deteriorate or somehow, you know, uh, uh, fall back or, or turn into some morphed freaked out transformer looking thing you know i i really want to be me <laughs> and i have a place here you know does that make sense absolutely yeah oh, yeah so much and um you know that 49 percent. i think nathan and i for different reasons we both sort of have fallen in like that's where we've come from too i mean i grew up um my dad's a baptist minister and um you know, growing up in the church and as the, the leaders in the church, you know, I'm like the pastor's daughter, right? And, um, it, you know, money, money did not come easily to us um, growing up and I've always sort of created businesses around, um, you know, from seven years old. I started my first business and um, even at that really young age, I, I knew that I wanted to. Now that was to, with bubble gum, I, right? Didn't you do that with gum? Um, with lollies, yeah. With lollies, there it is. There yeah. you go. See, I've been checking out what she's. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so check it out. The, the woman made money with lollies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It started with a yeah, a fifty cent bag of um, mixed lollies and turned into a wee little empire. Actually, <laughs> it was really cool. So, um, yeah, but you know, it was for me that was that first kind of taste of this entrepreneurial world and. Um, and but being able to really impact because even as a seven-year-old, I would always give ten percent of my profit to um, kids in need, and um, I ended up sponsoring a child at the time, and um, so it's always really been in my heart without necessarily knowing that it was going to end up like this one day. So. Wow. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me and Vic is, you know, it's there's no monetary monetary value on. Like what we do, obviously, we, we, we've got courses and stuff that we run and, you know, that are paid for. But at the end of the day, for us, it's not about the money. We Like, it's it's always about lifting people up. It's about helping people wherever we can. And first and foremost. First and foremost. It's, it's always what can we give back and how can we double that and then how can we triple that to affect more and more people. And that's, that, is, that is the biggest thing for us is what can we do to help you not – what can you pay us for that service? Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's like, how you are able to give more because 
you are constantly in a growth mindset to where if that's inside of you, you feel the weight of being able to give, which means, you know, money will flow easily to you because you're thinking in alignment with that and you're able to receive that with such a noble mission to invest into the lives of others. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so powerful, guys. I mean, you know, there's, I tell people all the time, every business or every venture has a soul. And I try to get people to say, what's the soul of your business or the soul of your venture? What is it? If there's more than you, it has a soul. What's the soul of that partnership? What is it? Because it can only express and it can only give out of what it has. It can only be as effective as how, you know, if it's not congruent, there's no way it's going to have the impact. Exactly. What do you do to not allow yourself to just, you know, get distracted or, you know, turn your focus in another direction? Some people, that's what happens. Something gets their attention. You know, if this isn't happening fast enough, they, they release their hand from the wheel and hope that, you know, it's like a bike. It, hopefully it'll balance itself while they try to maneuver some other vehicle or, you know, to this, to another destination, what keeps your hands on the wheel here and, and not allowing yourself to get into the discouragement or the dips that likely show up? Mm. Um, look, I'd be lying if I said that there haven't been times where we've felt that way. Um, I think that that's yeah. a, a really natural process to sort of go through, but What's kept us, I guess, coming back and and not steering the car off the road is is the passion and the and the that real feeling of purpose. Like you just know, you know, and you're like one person saying thank you is enough to keep us going for a really long time. Yeah, I think for for me, and I know Vic feels the same on this because we've spoken about it a lot, but we, that we've had times where we've had a, a sit-down, like, meeting with, with clients and just running through, through you know, like especially like when they're introducing themselves to us and running through their life and all that sort of stuff. And then, you know, they leave with a smile on their face and there would have been tears and all that sort of stuff through that session with them. But they leave and that, that thank you. you. You made me feel amazing. And, you know, and all we've done, we've listened to them and, you know, and we've spoken to them and, you know, we'll, we'll give them a small task where it might be, you know, just love yourself today. Just tell yourself that, you know, and, you know, just something small like that. And then they say it and you can just see it's like a, a glow in their face, you know, and just seeing that come back like that 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 genuine you know gratitude for for like towards us from from lifting them up you know that that is just more than enough for us and that's why we do what we do is just you know we we become lifted up and empowered by lifting others up and it's just there's no other feeling on earth like that feeling of, of knowing that you've done a good job and you've helped somebody change their life. And not to mention, you know, it spreads, as you said, that ripple effect mm. and you're changing yeah. lives and, you know, they're, they become a natural mechanism to exponentially increase your reach, 
where people mm, yeah. are being reached, whether they come directly to you or that person now is leaving with such a mindset shift and a belief about themselves. And they're starting to see the, the things manifest in their life, which, you know, you want to talk about a contagion, you know, that is, you know, those are the outbreaks I like to see, you know, we see all the, Oh, swine flus and all this other stuff. I'm sitting here saying, man, (laughs) I would love to see like a mindset flu, (laughs) you know, just like, you know, that's what we're trying to do. You know, it's like taking (laughs) over the world. We, you know, here on the news breaking tonight, (laughs) you know, a whole continent was changed with, well, a ridiculously positive, believing, deep, driven, massive action mindset. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I would that. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah. yeah. See that on the cover of newspapers and, you know, it's just, gosh, that would be just a revolution to me that I would... I hope I see more yeah. of that in my lifetime. Now, so when you, when, you know, how do you how do you on onboard people with you? So I have listeners who might go, Hey, I'd like to connect with these guys. I know you have Facebook and stuff like that. I mean, are there, what are the main channels you like to, you know, find out are people, you know, is, are they properly aligned with you or, you know, is it a good fit? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, excuse me. Uh, the best way to get in touch with us is we we actually run a private Facebook group, which we are completely active in, and it's called Confident Classmates. So we have our, our main page called The Confidence Classroom and then our private group called Confidence Cla- Confident Classmates. And in there, we give a weekly mindset lesson, so something with an action task that they can take away and start using, and that's completely free of charge, and that's just that's our opportunity, I guess, to polarise as such to, so, you know, where people can get to know us personally through like the live chat because it's a weekly live chat where we just sit there and we'll just talk. Um, we're very open, extremely honest and raw about what we're up to, what our life is like. And, um, yeah, so that's sort of the best way that we get people in our environment and, you know, sort of figuring out whether we're right or wrong for them um, because I completely agree with you. We're not for everyone. And as much as we say we, we want to impact everyone, it's like we totally do in some way or another, right. but we're not going to be the right person for Right. Everyone. And if you have the right ones and you're connected to the right ones, we know yeah. compounding and how those people can go and keep those connections going. So I really love yes. that about you guys. You know, you guys seem to really have your head on, your shoulders straight there in the fact that, you know, yeah, you want the world and that is the mission, the whole world, but it does come through those key relationships and how that just continues to snowball that effect that just keeps moving. And if you could be with the right people, and that's what I really want my listeners to know as you're listening to this, if you're hearing things, if you have challenges, if you know I mean, you may be dealing with something physical that you've been going through. A guy like Nathan, who has a tremendous story, who is not the wheelchair guy anymore. Vicky's story, which I know we haven't gotten much into that one, but I'm going to save that because I definitely want to have you guys back on the show. But I want Vicky's story on the things that she's gone through and and really get you guys to to look into what they're offering, look into the things that they're doing and, and, and get aligned. See if that's another source for you, more fuel. 
and 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 don't dabble with it. Um, I think I think Nate, you made a comment about that. As a matter of fact, um, sorry, I'm quoting some of the things, but um, I think it was around the time that uh, you guys were in a situation where you were like launching this business, it was falling apart, and you know mm-hmm. y- you came to a grow or go decision, like sell the house and move into the gym. Like you guys were, yeah, you know, in, in, you know. But but Nate, you made a comment. You said the difference between sampling. You said we were just sampling. You guys came out with, you know, you had two affirmations you stood by. Money comes easily and we have a successful and thriving business. And thriving business. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. you and you said Nathan, you said and we and it happened and you were just sampling in that mindset. Mm. Yeah, we were just it was we were just testing the waters, you know. It's like you you stand on the edge of the pool and dip your toe in sort of thing and um you know, just going through that just, just testing that water, you know, and, and it felt good. And, and me and Vic both sort of held hands, held our breath and, and took a dive. It just, you know, it was the most amazing feeling just knowing that when we were sampling. Um, it was still working. <laughs> it, it, it was. The, 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 smallest, the smallest little dip of the toe was enough to change our life. Wow. Um, because... It, it didn't just – it wasn't just a small change that we saw. It was a massive, dramatic change. I mean, like you were saying, we were, we were in in such a financial problem, like, like not a problem, like a, we were having a financial challenge, and it, it came to the point that our brand-new house that we'd just purchased, like six months beforehand, we were going to have to sell that and move into our gym because all this stuff was going on and it was about a two-week turnaround from when we first started changing our mindset to life changing life changing and we're still in the house today <laughs> you know and, uh, <laughs> we've got a gym we've, we've got it we've got our confidence classroom and um you know life it's not just good it's it's fantastic you know it's it i, I couldn't imagine a, a happier life because of being able to give as much as what we do and, and just live in happiness. Wow. And yeah. Okay. But we'll always up level. Yeah, yeah we will. <laughs> so there's always, always, always a next level. Always a next level. That's right. Yeah. There is a next level and that's the way it should be. You, you know, that's how it works. And I mean, once again, that's you giving confidence. If they don't see it in you, how in the world are they going to see it in themselves? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it stinks when everybody's down, right? I mean, man, (laughs) you know, you can't do that. So Confidence Classroom, basically, I mean, you guys are moving people from placing blame, you know, uh, to learning from what happens in life. Uh, You're helping them to be able to see what they're not capable of, but really focusing on what they are capable of. You're helping people mm-hmm. um, to really understand that they're going to be able to, with a stronger mindset and a greater, stronger version of themselves, look at those past experiences and see how they do. They have no bearing or charge over them any longer. Um, you, you really allow people, uh, you validate them through their life experience and the things that they've experienced, yet you do not 
work with them to lead them there. You're not just going to coddle and counsel. You're you're going to lead them with confidence mm-hmm. so they find their confidence. Am I, am I stating that in a nutshell pretty well? Perfect. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, 100%. We always say it's leading from the back. So we're sort of walking amongst them, pushing them. I mean, understanding that we're on our own journey always as well. And um, yeah, it's definitely not yeah, we're definitely not the cuddlers, but we're we're the ones behind them. Go, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm just pushing them along. I don't know about not being cuddlers. I'm I'm just going to disagree with you. Nathan loves a cuddle. I do love a good cuddle. You love a good cuddle. Yeah, I like I snuggling too, man. I'm a snuggler. <laughs> I'm like, come on, come on. You know, come here for a second. <laughs> when you see someone reach a point, like we we've we've got quite a few clients. That, that live local to us and they come to our gym as well. So that's that's pretty awesome. But when you see them hit not only their health and fitness goals in our gym, but when they achieve greatness through the classroom and they step into these new roles and they, they fulfill or start to fulfill, you know, their childhood dreams and stuff like that, and they come in and go, oh, my gosh, today I just had this most amazing thing happen and I'm so happy. And I'm like, that is awesome. You know, give them the biggest hug and say, you know, I'm so happy for you. You know, I am a cuddler. Yeah, right? a cuddler. <laughs> and, and it's just, it's just amazing. I love that. Vicky's, I can see Vicky just looking and laughing. <laughs> yeah, he's a cuddler. He's a cuddler. <laughs> he's a cuddler. So when people want to get on your private group, what do they do? They just like send a message to the admin. Like, what do they do? Yeah, there's actually just a um, ask to join button, and they press that, and it'll be Nathan or I. So we're completely in control of that page. Um, and yeah, everybody is allowed in. So there's, um, you don't have to request. You don't have to. Be concerned about whether you're good enough, good enough, or whatever. Everybody's allowed in that group, and then yeah, you can just totally up to you. You can sit and watch, um, or you can get involved. And we obviously love it when people get involved in there and and get chatting and about what's coming up. Because as I said, we we really do our best to always get on there and personally reply to whatever we can in there. Right. Yeah. And is is your normal process? So once they get in and they start doing that, do you like? <laughs> offer them like, Hey, we're going to be doing this type of a thing online. You can get involved. You know, do you start expanding from there? Is that what you do? Yeah, we do. So we'll run, um, we run some short courses. Um, we, (laughs) excuse me, I got this cough. Um, at the moment we're running like a 28 day self-love challenge, for example. So everybody in that group is always the first to know about it. And, um, yeah, more often than not. it's just we just give more. We'll go more in depth into a particular subject, and yeah, we will always post in there. You know, we run um, Bali retreats, so we do two a year, um, where we get a small group together and actually go away for a week and really work a lot on mindset, health, fitness. That's the thing as well. Um, but yeah, all the opportunities are always put into there. Yeah, I, I think that sort of the Bali retreat is is our. You know, that's, that's our jam sort of thing, you know, like we, we love getting together with, like we're spending seven days with these guys, you know, we're all in a villa together just living and breathing the same air and really uncovering the depth of who they are and, and sharing with them who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, from that from that place of love that we we're able to help them grow so much and I just, I love those retreats. It's just it's so <laughs> it's empowering. It's a lot of fun. As well. So <laughs> empowering and so much fun. 
I just want to say thank you to you both. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very, very impressed, uh, with how, you know, you share and I can see, uh, your teamwork within you. I could see that you all are a great partnership of the things mm-hmm. that you're doing. Um, and, um, I love the story and how the two of you have come together and how that has really turned into something that literally just is all about transformation and changing lives. And, um, and you guys are, you know, not just doing something that you think about, you're, you're actually teaching things that you actually did and you're continuing to learn and improve. So, you know, I mean, my hat's off to you. Um, not many people, um, can even, you know, let, let alone sustain it. They can't even get it started, you know? So, um, Hey, great stuff, guys. I mean, really good. Thank you very much. We, we appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you so much for having us. (laughs) Yes. Agreed. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you've been listening to Uphill Conversations and I have been on with Vicki Lanini and Nathan Wilburn from the Confidence Classroom and you guys need to check them out. I'm going to be pushing their stuff socially as well. Um, But always remember that your current condition does not match your emerging future. Anything worth having is uphill, but you cannot go uphill with downhill habits. And it is true. You can definitely be more, do more and have more. But most importantly, you will see people like Vicki, Nathan, and myself on the hill. Take care. You've been listening to Uphill Conversations. If you would like to hear more, subscribe to the show. Go to uphillconversations.co. Later on, Ski.